I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Raw Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Daddy Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet, Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT 2. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a buddy of quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to Raw tonight. We are well on the road to WrestleMania, and they've actually planned some stuff for this show as a result. Yeah, Chef Paul is cooking. It's uh, WrestleMania season, and he's fired up the oven. I don't know where this is going. But uh, these cards um, are, <laughs> for preview weeks at least, something to talk about. It's not Austin Theory has a message for Seth Rollins fans or whatever. It's WrestleMania season, and at very, very least now, um, you're getting these. Me and Sitch had it on Friday with SmackDown. I couldn't force Sidgwick to be as enthusiastic as I was for the SmackDown preview. But at least there's like five bullet points. Mm, yeah. And this is what that card allows. It like there's just simply too much too many things going on to not have stuff. It's how much you like that stuff, obviously your mileage may vary. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's dive into hey, it. There's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> let's dive into it then because a huge title match tonight. Damage Katarl defending the women's tag team titles against the uh, uh unusual combination, let's say, of Becky Lynch and Lita. Uh this is one of those things that if it was uh, maybe uh, a few months ago, not sort of WrestleMania time, or, or certainly uh, the, for the past few years, where I just turned to you and go, not getting a result here, is it? It's a title match on television. Do you feel any different about this? Is this finally going to be the week where we see Trish Stratus? How do you see this one playing out? I don't know about the Trish Stratus element. I could certainly see that. But I do think this is where Becky Lynch and Lita win the titles. Um, it's not a good, like, it'll be a nice moment. It'll be weird. Gen- different generations coming together to win tag belts, but it's transparent trash at its core. Becky Lynch and Lita and Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler is a match that sort of sounds bigger than it actually is because none of the acts involved, and that includes Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, criminal that. None of the acts are as hot <sighs> as they should be at WrestleMania season or otherwise, but it just looks like the kind of match that belongs on the card. It's a compromise they've reached because they don't think Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey can stand on its own anymore. In one part, I agree with them. In another, I think if it's going to be shunted on the undercard, just do the singles match anyway. If you're going to kick it into touch, you might as well kick the best version of it into touch. But anyway, it seems like the direction they're going to go, if I'm speaking without passion, it's because I don't feel like I've been given any reason to care. This Bailey and Becky feud was rubbish. 
Becky's business with Damage Katara was concluded, and this is just an additional element to it to do something else. Match, I don't think, has a high-quality ceiling, truthfully, because we never really got there. I liked Becky Lynch and Bailey in the cage, but I was a bit of an outlier, and none of the combinations of the matches ever had people talking, had people cooing or fizzing about mm. the quality. Damage Katara, I've had one of those, and that was at Clash at the Castle. One time, they looked like this, like, really cool. Like, dare I say it, like an AW trio in the way that they went about winning that it's match. Like nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't in a spectacular fashion. Just in a, just in a logical one. But um, otherwise, the stable's been a wash, the feud's been a wash, and the program exists. To, like, the match graphic will pop the tits off of people, especially if the wrestlers move, will one. But, like, oh. they're not going to tell you oh my God. a story worthy of it. If I speak without passion, it's because I'm really hungover. <laughs> also, I have no passion for this. I, I don't think the match quality is going to be very good. I do think there'll be a title switch. It's one of those where when you're in the weeds, there's... Burn you. The way there. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I thought I, was, I thought I was going to be sick there. I thought I was honestly going to be sick. Um, oh, the noise was amazing. I was taking a drink there, and normally we wouldn't be cruel enough to try and make somebody spit. Like, I know this is still an audio medium, but you didn't have a choice in that. Oh, your, my God. Your stomach was, just made the choice for I was you. I almost sick. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I don't care. The match isn't going to be very good. The feud's been absolutely ass. Uh, it's time now. We'll born it. Send it onto a river, funeral pile that's alight, all the way to Valhalla. That's what you can do with this feud. It's absolutely sucked. I can't uh, wait to listen to the Rampage review. I'm going straight away. Uh, uh, Still in my boots. I don't think this has been very good. It's good that it's dying. I don't think what happens next is going to be particularly good. Uh, title change after 12 minutes. Yes. Uh, we could do Bailey versus Trish. If Trish comes out to neutralize the interference of you of uh, Bailey, finally Trish putting Trish Stratus and catering. Mm. Paul, what are you doing? I thought you were good, Paul. Booking Becky Lynch to be a, a loser who isn't a star. What are you doing, Paul? You suck. If Paul Heyman hasn't got his input into your creative, your creative stinks. Well, that's his Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, but that's the law guy. I think it's not Triple H. Can't be. Dominic booking his own angles. It's like uh, the yeah, VPs, EVPs in EW. Dominic's got like a bit of extra. He's got bosses here. That must be it. The Judgment Day are just like a gothic the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go, I think. Ultimately, yeah, Trish comes out to neutralize the interference of Bailey. What's uh, Trish's music again? <laughs> oh, time rock and roll. Oh, it's time on go to roads. So, uh, so, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> rock and roll. <laughs> Raji, push on the bus. Oh, <laughs> rock and roll. Here on a gym pick. <laughs> right now, I'm liking tweets. <laughs> roll tide. Uh, next. <laughs> Moving on. I, 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 do you know what? I, I, whilst I agree that the whole Becky Bailey damage guitar thing has not lived up to expectations, I'll still pop for the title change and for Tristratus hopefully coming out to, like you say, even the odds because I have a goldfish brain. Triple H uh, can't book women. And I tweeted that at the weekend and somebody replied, 
Well, he bugged your mum. Did he? And you came out, and you came out, so maybe he does just make mistakes. I was like, hang on. I was like, that's really... your mum when you came out? No, and then you came out. Oh, right, So he does just make mistakes. I was like, The idea that he is literally your papa age. Your daddy, yeah. I replied. Bugged your mum. That's good. I told this guy, I was like, that's good. You know, like, we kind of made friends at the end of it. He's gone out, but I'll put this guy in this one I was like, that's, that's really good. There's like several reasons why it's really funny. And he's like, yeah, thanks, man. Work, work hard on that one. Chatting to, a, chatting to a doctor friend of mine at the weekend, because a lot of people get confused. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people um, get confused. Let's get him on the podcast one day. A lot of people get confused about what's, what's the difference between, between bone and marrow. And the difference is I've never marrowed your mom, so. Uh, um, let's talk about Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Took Brock Lesnar. Uh, is he going to accept Omos' title challenge uh, challenge for WrestleMania? By all accounts, yes, and this rules hard. Like yes. that, that whole thing last week, a bit like, it's like the, the inverse of the Bobby Lashley one, where it's like, Bobby Lashley, Elimination Chamber, oh, thank God it's not WrestleMania. And then this one got announced, like, I wish it was WrestleMania, I wish this wasn't just a red herring for something else, something Hurt Business related, or Brock and Bobby one more time. And then the reports come out, to my great relief, and the chagrin of... Idiots, actually, that think that this will somehow be rubbish when we've... The match isn't even real yet. Me and Cedric have put it over on, like, six different podcasts. We're so hyped for it. It's stupid. It's preposterous. It's Brock Lesnar. It's meaningless, which only makes it better because there's kind of no rules or parameters or anything it needs to stick to. There's no stakes. Get a stupid... The stake is... He's massive. Can you pick him up? Mm. Great stakes. I'm all in. Book it tonight. Book it like my mum tonight. I, uh, I, yeah, I was... Thinking about this, going, no, come on, do the Gunther match or do, like, I don't know, like you say, I don't really want to see another Bobby Lashley match, but uh, I don't want to see that. Not like this. And then, yeah, the more I thought about it is, and especially because Brock, you know, Royal Rumble aside, where he's like, who have I got an F5 out there? Santos Escobar, I'll never work with him. I'll just chuck him in if he hits the apron. That's kind of his problem. (laughs) I'm, I'm sort of weirdly, perversely excited that we might get you're going to fucking do this Brock back. Because Brock's just been like kind of not coasting is, is the wrong term here. But like he's been, he's been working with people he knows he can work with. Mm. So he's always just a bit like, yeah, I'm happy-go-lucky Brock. Now we could see the glimpse of that one where John I mean, Braun accidentally clipped him. And he was like, oh, he's real fighting now. <laughs> There's a bit of that that I sense that we could come here. But uh, yeah, I... I sense this wasn't on anyone's fantasy mania cards even a few weeks ago, Sige. Listen to me. Listen to me good. Okay. What's going to happen is when these two Goliaths do the stare down at WrestleMania, you know, 60,000 people are going to absolutely lose their shh. I'm not going to swear because we've got a busy afternoon ahead of us. They're going to lose their minds. They're going to lose their goddamn minds. They're going to go nose to nose or like nose to navel, and people are going to lose their minds because either they are their inner child who watched at the time, or a couple of years later on Coliseum, goddamn video will be hearkening back to the inner child that was wowed by Hulk Hogan versus the Andre match. Can the big lad lift the much bigger lad? And look how big the bloody big lad is. <laughs> it's amazing. And if you are one of these idiots polluting my Twitter replies and the feedback to my articles, swine, and you're an idiot who was brought up on the Miz being an intercontinental champion. A ruthless aggression. 
the inner child you should have been had you been born earlier is also going to go crazy for this. People go on like, oh, I don't get people. They're stupid. They're very, what's the word I'm looking for? Misanthropic mood today, right? People are stupid and I hate them. I hate it when people have a selective argument or just lose track of time. People have done it with Cody and Sammy. Eh, it's not 20, it's 2014. No, it isn't. Last time I checked my calendar, it's 2023. <laughs> people are going, oh, what, a, what a waste of Brock. What a waste of Brock. You know, the guy who has on a match, like the Daniel Bryan thing in, what, five years? Mm. It's a different Brock now. Get used to it. It's not 2018. Get with the times. Tractor was like the best last month I've ever. Yeah. Lift the ring with a tractor. They're thinking outside the box yes. for him and it's good. It's not 2018 or 2017 against AJ Styles or 2014 against CM Punk, 2013 against CM Punk. Brock's a special attraction who doesn't really care, but they still pay him because he's a draw. Would you rather... Another Paul Heyman cliche of a match, or him doing a German. Imagine Omos getting German suplexed. People are going to lose their minds over this. And yes, the report turned out to be erroneous that it was going to be Gunther. That's heartbreaking. Hmm. That would be my match of the year. Like, uh, honest to goodness, unless it was CM Punk and FTR versus the Elite. That is number one. Mm -hmm. Gunther, and a realistic number one is Gunther versus Brock. Yes, I'm not happy that we're not getting it, but. It's just going to be amazing. And Trust it's not like you can't go back to it one day. You can yeah, pivot with Brock. not yet. Yeah, you can always pivot with Brock, can't you? He's that type of guy, so. Like, if you're not going to do Gunther versus Cody at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When the Intercontinental title's off. Sound like that guy, a family guy there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt Reigns will pop for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, also advertised for tonight's show, Asuka versus Carmella. Hopefully with Bianca Belair actually saying something on commentary this week rather than just having to sort of <gasps> stare. Spooked by the goo. Yes, of course. I forgot about that from last week. You know what they're like? I know why they've done this. I'll lift the lid on this old scoop ski. They like it when Carmella does something in the match where she has to go. Ah! Like, uh, remember when she had the mask and she yeah. would reveal that she was wearing it and she'd go, ah! And then when she keeps... In that four-way, that do drop ultimately what I think, where, oh no, someone else won. It was to get into the chamber. Was it? Of momentum for, whatever. <laughs> Carmella, Carmella was in a four-way. She kept doing this spot, and it built up this great bit where Dewdrop just trucked them all, and she was pinning one person in the four-way, and they kept getting up, and then she went back to the other person, and she kept going, ah! She likes to scream, Carmella. She's going to get misted and go, that's, yeah. what, that's what's going to happen. So we're getting a misting. Yeah. Great. Uh, she gets misted. Oh. A heel. Check this out. A heel. Don't miss us. Heel comes out, joins in a two on one beatdown of Asuka. And from commentary, Bianca Belair makes a Whoa. save. And like WrestleMania opponents, as in the people that are fighting each other, have to try and be friends. They've never done that with the women, have they? Ever. Never. never. What? So what's going to happen? Asuka and uh, Bianca Belair try and uh, coexist on the road to the match where they fight each other. Think about that. <laughs> I've never tried uh, something a bit more elegant like that in the past. Mm. Uh, definitely didn't almost try and kill an incredibly hot, in the end, ripper of a main event. <sighs> 37 with it. Yeah. Don't see why they wouldn't try again. This is true. Write that down. <laughs> and pass it on. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, another women's match advertised for this evening is Candice LeRae versus Piper Niven after Candice LeRae, of course, revealed last week that Nikki Cross has got no friends and is lonely. A bitch. The, well, honestly, they write these women like they are these baby faces. What, what are they doing? Just betraying her confidence live on camera. So, yeah, Candice LeRae loses, mm-hmm. obviously, to Piper Niven, who was a, a bit of a project. Put, like, post-WrestleMania, number one contender to a title written all over Piper Niven. So she beats Candice LeRae, but that's no different to normal because Candice LeRae loses anyway. But now they're going to say it's because of this Nikki Cross thing. Like she's had a... Nikki Cross has gotten into her head. And she shouldn't still be in there because she blurted out everything she said straight away. (laughs) But she's in there nonetheless. And the commentators are going to question if maybe Nikki Cross's dark secrets last week have really affected Candice LeRae. And they haven't, but... Candice LeRae was asked specifically, how's Johnny Gargano? So they, well, A, they're really sexist and misogynist mm, yeah. in WWE, but also they want to keep them two tethered together because Nikki Cross is bringing big sanity. And I genuinely think we're heading to Nick's Tag Town, Candice and Johnny versus Nikki Cross and Eric Young. And can you think about worse than that? Because I can't. Because I can't. <laughs> I, I can. I had Dexter Loomis to the bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, then you can get Wolfie. Yes. Get the whole Sanity crew back. WrestleMania, baby. Oh my God! Johnny Gargano's dead. <laughs> I thought it was going to be smaller this year. What the WrestleMania card? Or oh, Johnny Gargano because he can't get any smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Piper Niven. Piper Niven's definitely winning this one. Oh my God! The Way versus Sanity. Yeah, Triple H needs to be stopped. <laughs> the Way versus Sanity. That's so great. That is exactly it. That's yeah. sort of, can you imagine? It's like the worst stable war of all time. Yeah. Unrelated to any of that, of course, there's a a bit like what, what Johnny Gargano did when he was being delegated, Derek. There's a 
hit and run situation going on next day, isn't there? Oh, yeah. What's I do with the way? I don't know who it is. Which, uh, who could it possibly be? Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely going to be revealed to be Indy Hartwell. Yeah. More on the NXT preview and review podcast, which are, regardless of whether you watch NXT, some of our finest work. Oh, I think so. I'm going to miss tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'll, get, I'll make sure Stacks gives you a call. And it's good because you can go into NXT blind. Sometimes it's like you'll definitely be watching live, no doubt. Yeah, and it's yeah, fun to yeah. not know the card ahead of time. Try and forget it for the next week's preview so I can give you a rundown of maybe what happened. Yeah. Oh, no, you'll be back on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. The review. Back on Wednesday. All, all going well. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. I love the fact 50 million downloads, 50 million listens. And some of that is down to an elephant, a cow, and stacks. Yeah, the three of them were getting an awful lot of plaudits. Quite rightly, yeah. so in my opinion. Because they don't feature on every episode like we do, so it's good that even though they're kind of mo- merely isolated to NXT. Didn't like that personally. What, it's, like, it's, it's like the sacred cow, Stax and the elephant. I kind of like the CM Punk <laughs> and where the elite. And that'd be funny, we did the Revolution 2021 buy, right? So like, the, the summer of 2021 before, uh, you know, the paternity. Yeah, yeah. And everyone then realized, then it got morphed into this. Well, CM Punk's done the all out thing, and he kind of did. People don't realize how hot that program was. And then they say, oh, the elite just do random matches and be silly. It's like, no, they had the hardest thing going in professional wrestling in 2021 with ratings consistently on Dynamite that probably won't be topped ever. Um, yeah, it was, all, it was all Phil. I love that in that all analogy, Phil. you've landed on um, CM Punk being both a sacred cow, true, and based on the fact he's got lead in his ass, an elephant. An elephant, yeah. So it, does, it does work really well. Yeah. And like nobody is Larry the dog, and he was. We wouldn't. We're not to be stupid enough to welcome a dog on this podcast. Oh, whoa, whoa! No. And he, was, he was stacked at WrestleMania 22. Yes, yes, he was hanging off the old. Uh... So it's basically us three and CM Punk, <laughs> and that makes sense because we're a massive draw and number one in the podcast charts. CM Punk, yeah, like he his podcast was so popular it broke Colt Cabana's feed that time. Full disclosure: I was. If we had just say added CM Punk to the NXT lineup, because I mean that's tune in <laughs> tomorrow and find out. <laughs> I was going to tag us in it. All Saul Ruka has to do is uh, work on everything before the finish. All I'm saying is I was through that Ring of Honor locker room quicker than so I could get through NXT in two goddamn years. I was going to tag uh, you guys on the little post. You know, you can, like, tag people in photos. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, you know, I want to tag you guys. And then I was like, oh, I should tag like, Andy because he mm-hmm. does stuff and... Nicholas and Phil, and then I was like, "Oh God!" But if I do that, people are going to go, "Hey, what about at Channing Lorenzo?" <laughs> and then it's all going to go to pot at that point. <laughs> and then what as well? And what about at Elephant? And there's one elephant somewhere. <laughs> the laughing cow gets involved. Uh-huh. You'd love that. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! What are we talking about? Raw. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> not you going in raw on the laughing, on the laughing cow. Giggle, man. Is that, why, is that why you made friends with the sacred cow? Because you just hope the sacred cow knows the laughing well, I, cow. Trust me, I know her. I'm a married man. And uh, all I'll say is I think someone else on that podcast got an eye on the sacred cow. What? <laughs> I've got a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, this is a hell of a hook. We have to listen to this fucking NXT podcast because I have no idea what's going on there. And that's I've why got a question for you, Ginger Jim Ross. <laughs> Ginger Ross. What a uh, giggle titillates you more? Trish Stratus or the laughing cow? Laughing cow. Pull the other one. Not that one. Put it away. Jez a cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Do you think we're going to get more Mania matches? I added, don't care. Added tonight <laughs> after uh, the, a brilliant ending to last week's show. It was to be fair. Finn Balor, coup de growing edge until his chest caves in in that US title match. Probably. Um, the Like, he's, he's set up a card. Like, there's most of the stuff, most of the big stuff has either been announced or you're just waiting for the graphic drop, effectively. So, yeah, Finn Balor and Edge was given that main event. The Edge of that kick-ass match, and I love Edge all of a sudden. So I'm bang game for this as a proper payoff. I want them to spray that goddamn Hell in a Cell cage purple. This should spray it purple. Judgment Day cage. And, uh, yeah, Finn Balor, I think, is measured. Like, he plays this comedic arsehole in a way where it should be quite difficult to pivot into something serious. But I thought he measured it quite well last week. He looked like a bit of a buffoon on the running, but he got his way by the end. Mm. I'm... In, uh, I, I can't believe they've got this to WrestleMania. Your it's like us getting past the mid-roll sometimes. <laughs> I, I can't believe they've done it. I know. I can't Your favourite bl- edge match since he's come back last week? Uh, uh, favourite singles match? Yes. Yeah, certainly. Um, I think the Rollins one in the cage, but it was in Saudi and all the rest of it. Ah, it's like edge. Like it when he tells a bloody story in there that isn't too intense. The more intense edge gets, the more I'm off-put by him. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I thought he played a, just a bit of a chess player character there. Craftmaster stuff last yeah, week, right? And he doesn't do that enough. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. too busy trying to win a bloody award. Oscar bait Edge. <laughs> Oscar bait Adam. <laughs> uh, elsewhere. What's this bloody one? <laughs> elsewhere, of course, uh, a major weekend featuring the, the Paul brothers. Does that mean that tonight we uh, could get a WrestleMania announcement involving Seth Rollins? Thanks to Matt Reigns for that one. Thank oh, you, Matt. Thank you, Matt Reigns. He uh, DM'd me that on <laughs> Tuesday of last week. Oh, he's waited a week for that. Fair play. He said, no money needed. This one's on the house. So oh, thank I you for that. For it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yes. How much uh, would that cost? <laughs> I obviously sense Logan Paul's probably not going to be on this show. He mm. was literally in Saudi Arabia last night watching his brother lose. He lost Jake Paul to Tommy Fury. Um, and uh, he's, he could probably join his brother in WWE, to be honest, if he's anything like what Logan's been like to yeah, take in this. He's a scruffy little rat helping Logan at the Saudi match against Roman Reigns, isn't he? Mm. He's quite good in that spot. quite land that punch last night on Tommy Fury. I didn't say it, I never will. The <laughs> Mr. Boxing over <laughs> <laughs> By the way, just a quick word on this. I watched this on the BT Sport box office, and uh, I... Can't tell you the temerity that they held this boxing match in. Like, Carl Froch has already had a bit of, like, back and forth between Jake Paul. So he's already predisposed to be like, yeah, he's just this arsehole YouTuber who thinks he can come and box. Tommy Fury's got, like, a family legacy in it. But the presenter was just like, he just really was not a welcoming. He was like, I know a lot of people probably have never watched boxing before, so you're watching this now because you've come from YouTube. And I was like, <laughs> this isn't, I don't think you're saying this the right way, to be honest, mate. So if people have never seen boxing, uh, tell them about gloves, Carl. What's that all about? <laughs> I didn't even know that much. So um, sure it's like a raw thing where they're showing you replay of what just happened in the yeah. like, fight five minutes ago. I was going to tell you when Vince had Michael Cole ahead of the ultimate deletion. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Say, what was it? Obnoxious. Yeah. Sorry in advance. Paying customers, <laughs> I cannot 
lie. I hate this, <laughs> but too over to not do it right now. It's very obnoxious. You pieces of shit. <laughs> Give it up for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> it's Bray J Styles. Um, I, I think I like. I, I really hope that this goes as well as I think it should. Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. They, I think they're going to have a great match. It's going to be silly. Seth Rollins is really good at leaning into it, but like he's he is a WWE ring general certainly, and it's obviously not silly enough any of this. And Logan Paul has thus far proven himself ideal for WWE really as as an in ring guy. I'm so glad that they're not even from Elimination Chamber. They're not even trying to mix the dynamic here. He is the heel. Somehow Seth Rollins in this version of himself is going to be portrayed as like a family man who just happens to dress up for work. <laughs> like, those clown shoes, which I am fully in favour of, by the way, were the sort of illustration of that. I've got clown shoes, but I've got a hard kick underneath those shoes, right? I'll stomp the his head with them, and it still hurts, even though mm-hmm. I'm wearing pillows for feet, right? I think that was an important pivot, because Logan Paul, like, we all know somebody that has progressed in life that doesn't deserve it, that you just detest, that puts forth this act of being somebody that's like, oh, I've made it to the top. Like with this prime drink being the perfect example, you know, all this garbage you see that they post on social media and you know it to be a lie, Mm. but it just happens anyway. And there's no way in real life for you to be able to do anything about that. But in wrestling, you can project it. Everybody's got that in their jobs. And yet Seth Rollins and Logan Paul can be that morality play, despite the fact that Seth is this wacky dressed clown man. He can do the morality play against someone like Logan Paul because he's done things, quote-unquote, the right way. He has worked his way at the top. He's tried to feed his family. is ridiculous. They live on a Hollywood bus and live this awesome life. But, like, that's the narrative you tell against this arsehole from the internet, (laughs) of which you see too many of them on a daily basis. There are arseholes from the internet everywhere, not in this room, but there are arseholes (laughs) of the internet everywhere. So, like, I just think this dynamic could be set up perfectly for WrestleMania. It could be. I'm worried that that's not going to be... The, I hate the fact that they just said, oh, this guy's a babyface. And then the guy himself wanted to play a babyface. They finally course corrected, but not really because they're now telling the, don't think I can do WrestleMania this year. Yeah, Logan again. Paul, like a, a cliche where it doesn't belong. Logan Paul is the kind of person that, right, I kind of enjoy watching him as a heel. And obviously he's very good at his craft. But like some people cheered him. Logan Paul... It's a particular kind of internet vermin where I don't understand how you can look at a picture of Logan Paul and not think he's the biggest arsehole you've ever had the misfortune to meet in your actual life. So I don't know why people like him. Not enough people do, hence why he's the heel, but really make me hate him more than I already do. I don't think they're doing enough of that yet. He did something last night. You may have seen this on Twitter. <coughs> Midway through the fight, like it was an eight-round match, maybe like four rounds in, they go, uh, and now a quick word. Thankfully, we've got a very quick word with Jake Paul's brother, Logan, right? And I thought it was going to be a little, you know, like they, they go like, uh, we've got uh, Jeff Shreves near the bench when they watch him football. And he's like, well, yeah, just overheard. They could be making some changes, some injuries to this side or whatever. No, no, no. Just an interview with uh, Logan Paul, whilst the, the arrestors are getting tended to between rounds, that is being broadcast around the arena, so you can hear it booming around the speakers. And they go, uh, "What did you say to Jake before he went out there?" And he's just like, oh, "I just said, you know, you know, you know, you got this. I love you, man." Uh, and then he says, uh, "And one final thing, Tommy. I know you can hear me. You're a bitch." Like on the midway through a boxing match, and all the commentators like, "Oh, we didn't need that." So has boxing given up pretending that it's real? <laughs> finally, is that yeah. what's happened? Is it Basically. finally just accepted what it is? Yeah. 
So I don't think he needs any any more encouragement. The elephant uh, upstairs. <laughs> it sounds like that, doesn't it? Uh, right, finally. Um, very quick. We've got a very, yeah, very busy day, so I really don't want you to, to rattle on here. I know you've got, uh, you guys were saying to me beforehand, there's a multitude of things that this could possibly be. But Michael Hamlet, if you had to narrow it down to just, just one possibility, what do you think the Miz's announcement on the... Uh, the WrestleMania edition of Miz TV is tonight. That he's going to open a gold envelope, thinking he's the host of WrestleMania, but he's not. <laughs> and then it's revealed that somebody else is going to do that job, and we can have a bit of fun speculating in these 10 seconds on who that might be. Ellie Knight had a feud with someone premised over who was going to host an episode of NXT. He did. Oh, yeah. So they could do that again. Um, what would? Why would Maurice get him something not nice? She has it's wrestling. She hasn't opened the envelope. <laughs> She's just made the assumption. Unless, yeah, unless, yes, they've both they're both thick heels, mm-hmm. and they read you get to make the announcement about the host of WrestleMania, and thought that means I'm hosting WrestleMania, whereas in reality, it's Dave Batista. Big Dave, coupled with a Hall of Fame announcement, it's Hollywood. It's a Triple H mind. It's a neg at the Rock because like we've got the real Hollywood guy. I read this thing in GQ that he's the rest of it <laughs> in Hollywood that people like now because Hollywood's turned on Dwayne. Hollywood's so turned on Dwayne. You know, uh, Dave uh, is about character uh, actor. Uh. <laughs> I uh, I asked him one time, Dave. I said, Dave, I'm uh, going to go 30 minutes with you out there and I'm going to pull your nose ring out. Do you think you can uh, act uh, as well as I can? And he said, I think I can get there, Paul. And didn't make me feel like a piece of garbage. So uh, <laughs> I love that guy. Tripped over on the way to the ring just to pull me over. <laughs> you know, we have this theory that The Rock, like, brought himself down to elevate Cena. I think Dave Batista tripped over on the way to the ring just to make Triple H look like the consummate general. Just to get, <laughs> just to get a pop. Just to get us make some noise. Oh, that boring twat. 20, <laughs> 25 minutes of silence. Uh, so cold as well. Yeah. The temperature was pretty low, too. Hey-oh! Right, let's know your thoughts ahead of Monday Night Raw tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch so you can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... Um, Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to what Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. The SmackDown Review and the Rampage Review are available right now. And we'll be back tomorrow to review Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah. For now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to the Dudley Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.